Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. So I've, I've just been following some other leads that, that I got uh, last night from uh, some A Course in Miracles people. Okay. Uh, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I looked at the pictures of a house in uh, Wareham. Where is that? A house in Wareham that's been used before by a teacher named Mary B- Mary Beth Scalise. I'm on her email list because I went to the Boston A Course in Miracles conference. Okay. And then I got uh, I got several other leads from Mary Beth. She does uh, retreats and stuff all the time. Great. Yeah, and and so uh, so that's as far as I've gotten though. Um, it is is looking them up and uh, and taking down the the address and the and the websites. Um, so anyway, um, I, I did leave a message for the lady in Wareham. And she's going to call me back, I presume. And then um, there are are several more. Uh, there's one in in Biddeford, Maine, um, which is two hours north. Um, so that might be a little far. But uh, but uh, North Andover is uh, about an hour north, and uh, 45 minutes to an hour. And Wareham is 45 minutes to an hour south. Um, I have no idea about um, about pricing, so so. Okay. Anyway, um, what did uh, Jennifer say about uh, Lisa Natoli? Did she? I, I haven't talked to her yet. I I had some texts from her yesterday, and 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 she said, "Let's talk soon." <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And and so um, I'm just collecting information. I did get. Um, I did talk to Vicki Poppy last night, who is like the mover and shaker of Boston. And okay. uh, I had called her and left her a voicemail. And, um, and and so she called me back last night. I was on the uh, another call, but I got off because I, I couldn't miss that call, I, I, you know. And and so um, uh, she actually thought I was Lisa, and I said, no, this is Elizabeth Welch. And uh, so she invited me to a gathering at her house which is on December the 15th. She's very famous for her gatherings. Um, uh, everybody is there. I mean, all kinds of people in the A Course in Miracles community. And she invited me to that. And it's after Lisa's thing in Portsmouth, which I'm doing on December the 14th, Saturday in the afternoon, and the 15th, Sunday in the morning. And then I would be available at 3 o'clock. And she said, I was welcome to come and stand up and give all the particulars about our retreat in January. Nice. So, so that's certainly an opportunity, uh, that I, I would avail myself of. I would be there, uh, without fail. Great. With, with um, hopefully by then we have an email, uh, and I, I could pass around a contact list and get people that are interested. Uh, if I have flyers, I can hand them out and post yep. them all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So it it seems like it seems like things are accelerating now. Good. Yeah, good. yeah. It, it it feels quite good. Um, did you notice that uh, Kelly can't lead next week, so Paul is going to uh, take the lead of our support group? Oh, okay. I, I I knew that Kelly had had volunteered. 
to, to do it. And then when I saw the email from from yesterday, I thought that was a recap. I, I didn't get to read the part where uh, Kelly said that she wasn't able to do it on Tuesday. Uh, she wrote back, she replied, the recap was me showing what, what we've done so far, where we're at, and um, saying that we need to get together because our call is next Tuesday night. So okay. I was looking at Friday morning. Okay. Um, so I don't know if Friday morning works for you. I, I can make I can make it work for me. Okay. Okay. So I'll yeah. I'm talking to I don't know if it's going to work for Kelly because her mother's coming in from somewhere on Thursday and her son showed up unexpectedly. So she's recovering from being ill and she's got all these things going on. So I, I think the son was ill too. So they brought him over to Kelly's house so that they could be sick together. They had the same thing. Hi, Araba. It, it was a different son. Oh, a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, and, and I didn't speak up to volunteer because I wanted everybody else to have, have an opportunity to do it before me. I can do it anytime. So, I just know that. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. Hey, Susie. Are you in the program now? I am, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's lovely. I haven't, I'm uh, sort of stuck uh, in writing my bio. I haven't gotten past, <laughs> you know, like, how do you explain your life? And, I, yeah, so I've, I've written it out, and I've gotten it over to Angela, and she's made some comments and suggestions, and apparently there's a, a guidebook coming out for us um, in the program. So she gave me some of the uh, pointers from that. Oh, okay. Well, I've seen the guidebook. You saw it already, Araba? Um, You had some tantrum. You're breaking up, I think. No, it's been a concept. Can't hear you. <laughs> we lost you. It's not me, is it? I, I don't think so. I hear oh, you clearly. Do you hear me clearly? Yeah. Okay. Her sound quality has been going in and out. Yeah, now I can't hear her at all. I can't hear her yeah, at all. Leave. I'm going to leave and come back. Okay. Oh, okay. My, I had a connection that was weird, and I, I left, and I came back. It, it, it happened to me on the on part three of the Forgive and Be Free workshop. I made it through the whole workshop in the last 15 minutes. I got kicked off twice, and the sound was just not available. It was gibberish. So I took that as a message from Spirit that I was done. You were here. Oh, goodness. Are you there, Araba? See your picture. Sorry, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. We can now. It's very clear now. Oh, good. Yeah, I think it's... uh, Anyway, I've had quite a few communication headset challenge device things, so um, just trying to be patient with it. So, yeah, I was saying, Susie, that the guidebook 
or our program has been something I've heard talked about that we're putting it together. But uh, now there's evidence that it's still in progress and it's ha still happening. So thank you for that. Sure. I, I heard it was soon to be released. Oh, cool. And, and there were some, uh, Angela cut and paste a few thoughts and um, about what to include. You know, writing something that engages, a re you know, someone to read it is, you know, you got to be, you know, want to read it and then keeping the person interested in it. And to sum up a lifetime or, you know, years of a spiritual path, I don't know that everyone wants to know all those details, mm -hmm. but um, the main, the main point and to keep it, you know, interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. I got it. Sounds like you're on your way. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. How far in the program are you, Arba? Um, so this will be, I, I joined when I joined Masterful Living as a year one, but I didn't do my, I did my, um, spiritual counseling intensive last fall. Uh, I just put my bio up this, I don't know, maybe summer. <laughs> it was many, many iterations of that. Uh, but I've been counseling, doing counseling sessions since maybe a few in December. I did more this summer and it's kind of in a groove. And then um, I just, I, I haven't done too many in the past couple months. I've completed the Finding Freedom Journal. I've done both of the facilitation of the group, um, and I'm basically on my third, my last journal uh, to complete. So it's for me, it's going to be the hours. Okay. Yeah. I'm about, I think, 35 in. So. Okay. Well, what about you, Elizabeth? I didn't know. I don't know where you got with your... I know you, we did it together, but you, that was a refresh for you, right? It, it was. I uh, I started in May of 2016 at the uh, at the spiritual counseling training that was um, in May and at the Art of Living Retreat Center. And I, I had just started Master Living in uh, in 2016, and I was very excited to be there. And it was before I was. I was as clear on my guidance as I am now, and and I thought I was guided to go, and I thought, well, why am I doing that? And and so um, there were three retreats in May of 2016: the spiritual counseling training, an advanced retreat, and then uh, stop playing small, or a forgiveness retreat, or or something was the third one. And I signed up for for the training, the spiritual counseling training, and and the uh, the forgiveness retreat or whatever it was that was the third one and um but i was going to be there the whole time so then eventually i was invited by jennifer to do the one in the middle which was the advanced retreat and 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 so uh, because i was the year one i i wasn't qualified for that but i mean Jill, I, I guess jennifer decided i was qualified so i did all three of those and and i I started spiritual counseling after that, but in these 
in these intervening years, I've wondered, am I really supposed to be doing that? And and so uh, that's why I took the refresher in um, in October with you, Susie, and and when Jennifer found out uh, that I was going to be there, uh, she asked me to be her assistant, and I was glad to do that. And um, and as a result of, of the training that I did with you, Susie, I feel like I got a resounding yes, I'm supposed to be doing uh, spiritual counseling. I'm actually quite good at it, and and I'm to keep going. So, um, and a lot of uh, the people who have come to me in the past have come as a result of my bio uh, because I'm in recovery and, and you know, for all kinds of, of different uh, issues, they were looking for someone who was in the recovery process. So um, it, it, that's been a, a very good thing that uh, actually spirit nudged me to put that in there. So mm -hmm. um, uh, the bio is, is important in order to just let people know certain highlights of your life right? about that. And, and I have long-term sobriety, so it's uh, 35 and a half years at this point. So, so that's like, it's history. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's ancient history at, that, at this time. But um, anyway. Hi, Rieko. <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Susie. Hi, How are Martha. you? Nice to see you. Good to see all of you. And you just graduated, right? I did. Last month. Yeah. Are you doing, um, what's it like after you graduated? Are you getting consistent people or how, how is it for you? You know, it's funny. Um, I'm actually taking a break from counseling right now. Um, when I completed the program, I, I felt a call to, um, step away from it a little bit and kind of take the time to see what unfolds next. I'm not quite sure what, um, but I think there's something that's still calling me to, to be somehow involved in the community, somehow involved in spiritual counseling. I'm not sure how. Um, I think it just felt like I, I came to a completion of a cycle. And I, instead of just kind of go, keep, keep, instead of keep, instead of just keep going just because I just wanted to take it, take the time to kind of reabsorb it. And then if I get a nudge to do it again, um, I'm of course happy to. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that it's been two years and, uh, that it's, I completed it. And, uh, I think I've grown in ways that I don't even know. Um, I think the way I interact with other people have changed profoundly. I think, um, I feel like doing the program, completing it really helped me practice how to be present with others how to listen how to let spirit be in charge <laughs> um not just my own life but other people's lives uh, so it's been a huge self-growth and learning for me and i'm really really grateful 
um, that Jennifer had opened up this program for all of us and that I was able to take part in it. Um, Thanks for sharing that. That was yeah. good to hear your journey with it. So you're kind of in a not knowing right now. Yeah, kind of not knowing exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I also had a thought, Elizabeth, to go to the counseling intensive again. Um, it didn't quite work out this year, but I, I think I think it's still calling me somewhere. Maybe next year. Well, I, I think one of the reasons that I went, Rieko, is is that I was so new. At the time that I took it, in May of 2016, I was like the new kid on the block. And I, I had many, many, many years of, of metaphysics and studying. And, and so, uh, but I was new to the Master Living community. And uh, in my class that, that I went through in 2016, the, the people were all ahead of me in Massive Living. Uh, I think there were a couple of, of other Massive Living One people in there. Uh, but they haven't continued. And, um, and, and so, you know, I felt, I felt like I was the new kid with, with the older kids, you know. And, um, and, and so I think that was another reason. I, I'm just not the same person anymore. You know, I became a new person in 2017 and then in 2018 and, and, and then this year. And, and I just needed to put my toe in the water and see if, if it, it still fit, you know. So um, I, I, I think it never hurts to have an update or a refresher and, uh, and, and to just test the waters and see if it's still a fit for you. Yeah, thank you, Elizabeth. I'm so yeah. glad that you got to do that and got a very clear message that yes, yes, you well, are. Well, I'd begun to doubt that, that, yeah. that I was valuable or, or, or that I was doing it right or uh, you know, that I knew what the heck I was doing. And, um, and, and so I, I, I thought I needed to just find that out, you know? And, and, and so that's really the reason that I went. And it, it worked out beautifully. We, we had a wonderful group. There were six of us in October and, and Susie was one. I was one. And, and then there were four other people. Uh, Carla was back again. Uh, she was in my class in 2016, and a friend of hers, David, uh, was there, and uh, and and then two other people uh, that I'm sure you would know, Nikki Witt and um, and Amy Prusky. Uh, Amy Prusky. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so we had a fantastic group. It was a wonderful location. It was just a win-win all the way around. And, and it's different every time. I'm I'm finding just like all of our classes are different. Uh, because Jennifer's different every time, and 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 so I love going back and taking the Massful Living One classes or the or the Year Two classes or the Year Three classes because I always hear something new that, that's coming out of her mouth, and and so it's always a learning. Yeah, sounds like you guys had a wonderful, wonderful time. It was good. That. Yeah. Mm. Did any of you go through signing up for it and then, like, what did you do? Like, why are you doing this? Or did you just go forward and um, 
I think a week ago I probably couldn't have talked about it because I was just feeling so much angst. And now I'm just wondering if I'm doing the right thing. And should I speak to Linda or or Lori, you know, or like how – I guess I'm just having those doubts. I, I forgot who just said they had a lot of doubts. You, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm having a lot of doubts about, you know, what, what am I doing? Like, what exactly is my purpose? Like, what is the, my reasoning? What, why do I think I have something that isn't available but through someone else? Like, I might be, you know, the person um, when there's all of you, you know, beautiful people doing it. Um, so it could just be, you know, since we're, we're talking about a lot of unworthiness, another aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm co-facilitating a Finding Freedom um, class. I'm co-facilitating and actually started the ball rolling for our Healing from Sexual Abuse group. And that went successfully, the first one. There and I'm supporting the next person to do it for next week, and uh, it it doesn't matter. That's what's happening. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I just actually this feels good. Yeah, I just feel like I'm in a big, big question mark right now. So so let me address what you've just said, Susie. I, I think it's very normal and, and very natural for you to be feeling some doubts. I think all of us go through that. So uh, so I don't think that that's unusual or or, or off the chart or anything. Um, I, I think it's wonderful uh, that you're able to express it. I don't think there are ever going to be enough spiritual counselors, sweet lady, uh, because more and more people are going to come to us, and particularly you and I, as we're working on the healing sexual abuse support group and and doing more healing healing sexual abuse retreats all over the place, uh, the more counseling skills that we have and the more confidence we have in our ability to be counseling these people who are coming, who may be talking about sexual abuse for the very first time, that, that is a win-win. That, that is a, a gold star on our folder that, that we have um, practice in listening with absolute attention when people are talking. People absolutely are thirsty and hungry for that. They are not heard. And and one of the most important gifts we can give anyone is our undivided attention. So I think you're right exactly in the right spot. Uh, in order to feel better, it wouldn't hurt to call Angela, Laurie, and Linda and talk to them about all of that. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they they've had their their time walking on the tightrope as well. And and that's what it is. It, it it's like um it's like walking on a tightrope between doing it and not doing it. It can't hurt to do it, and and it might help. It might help me, the person, and it might help whoever that that client is. And the same with you, and the same with each of us. It's uh, an incredible service. I, I look at it um, as my service to God. So in, in my original training that I went to, Jennifer said that she made a vow to God that she would sit with whomever God sent. Mm. And I made that same vow, and I do that. And um, I've even had uh, had one person who was scared to talk to me. I, I don't think of myself as being very scary, but but he was afraid to talk to me. And so I emailed him and I texted him for months and months and months uh, until he, he seemed like he was in a better place. And yeah. So, you know, it's a guessing game. But it, it felt like the right thing to do to continue to be of service in that way. Well, it, it felt good just to verbalize it rather than sit by myself and not, you know, I don't want to just go, bla- you know, blathering around because I don't do that anymore. But um, thank you. That was, yeah. I think it's it's definitely okay to be in the question and not to know. And a lot of my life is in that place right now. So I guess it's part of my life. <laughs> so it's, it wouldn't be unusual that that would be also in question. Good to see you, Araba. <laughs> Hi, Araba. Yeah, thank you for sharing, both of you. Um, Susie, I am very familiar with that doubt. And in fact, um, I think your share is giving me the permission to also share from my end that I think part of the reason why I decided to take a break was because of that doubt as well. And so not to discourage anyone from doing the program because <laughs> to hear that from someone who just graduated might, um, the ego might, you know, go crazy with that. But I would say the doubt, like just like Elizabeth said, is natural. I think arises in all of us and it's definitely tied to that sense of unworthiness. You know, are we allowed to do what we feel called to do? Would anyone even care? Would anyone even show up? Would, are we even making a difference? All of that. Um, and what I'm had to really look at and I'm still working on releasing is this attachment to driving, like deriving my self-worth from how much of a good job I do as a counselor, like how, how much of a difference I make in the client's life, how much, how happy the client's feeling afterwards, like all of that. There's, there was so much attachment to wanting the client to have a healing, you know, um, wanting to be a good counselor. <laughs> and even though Jennifer will teach us and remind us very gently over and over again that we have nothing to do with the client's healing, right? It's it's not our job to heal anyone. Um, spirit's always in charge. And the whole practice of spiritual counseling is how to just put spirit in charge and let spirit uh, talk through you, move through you, give messages through you, um, listen through you, all of it. Um, so it's like an ongoing practice. 
and and I really find that practice so valuable. And at the same time, I had to acknowledge in myself that I, I kind of wanted to step away from it, take a break from it, and see see how it would feel if there will be a call to do it again or um, it was okay to let it go. It really, I don't think it's anything that we have to, um, it's like a black and white, we do it or we don't. I think you could always pick it back up if you decide to take a break. I think you could always come back to the program if you decide to take a break from the program. I think it's, um, I don't think it's like, I chose this path, I paid for the program, so now I have to do it for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know? Um, and I totally agree with Elizabeth that there, there's never going to be enough spiritual counselors because one person, another person, you know, for every person we could use a spiritual counselor. And just like you said, Elizabeth, I love what you said about undivided attention is one of the greatest gifts you could give someone. And so much of what we do is that, to just sit with that person and listen with open heart and loving ears. So, so the, I think it's so great, Susie, that you are noticing the doubt, that you were able to give it words and to share it with us and, um, that you're willing to uh, receive support around that instead of just keeping it to yourself um, because I think we're all working with it. That was helpful. Yeah. It, it, I, re I realize it's going to be putting myself out there a lot. I mean, that's the only way it's going to evolve for me. And and I'm a pretty good writer, so when I when I when the bio flows out of me, I, I feel like that's a good indication. <laughs> I know, Ar, well, Ar, you said yours took a while to come out when you started, yeah. So I guess what I've heard everybody say is I'm kind of right where it'd be normal to be. <laughs> Just okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> And also, Susie, if it helps, I I got so clearly during this program that I I was doing it for me. It was for me. It yes yes I I I have every intention of being of service. Um, but to be perfectly honest, I was doing it for my own learning, my own growth, because I I wanted to show up in life to others as a helpful presence. Um, and I think that's regardless of whether you decide to be a professional counselor or not, I think that's a skill that stays with you for the rest of your life, no matter who you're with. Hmm. So, And I I would just say absolutely to what you're saying, Rieko. Um, I think I shared in maybe the second year MLC class was um, through this process, you know, my dad died suddenly and um, I had the job of calling people in my contacts in my dad's phone and telling them about his sudden death and, you know, responding. And one of the things that my sisters like just been so much telling me over and over is just what, like a rock of support. And one of her friends was to me that, you know, like, you're like the jazz station. You're like, cool. 
So people enjoy that. But, you know, the spiritual counseling skills really enabled me to, you know, call somebody out of the blue and tell them that my dad had died and listen to them and allow them to grieve and do their things without needing to rush them or to um, take it on. And I would not have been able to do that had I not had the training and the practice that I already had. So I'm totally seeing it just in life that it's been so helpful. Definitely. A couple of years ago, I did Alan Cohen's life coaching training, and that was uh, very different. But the idea was the same, to give it to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in charge of the healing. What didn't occur in that training was my own healing. You know, there was, it was like, while I'm doing this, I'll be healed. But, you know, when when I just felt I needed a lot more um, progress in my own what I wanted to see for myself before I could help someone else. And I, I didn't get that, and that didn't, that wasn't part of his program. So being a part of Masterful Living is uh, definitely providing me with answers to questions I've been asking for years and years and years. And it's through doing the work um, that the answers are coming. So I'm... Yeah, I'm feeling like, okay, it really just helped to talk about it and to hear what each of you said. So I can move on <laughs> from there, thanks. Sounds great. So glad you're doing this, Susie. Thanks, Vigo. Yeah. How, how do you get other people to um, swap, you know, practice sessions? You were in it. Okay, so I'll just put it on the Facebook page or well, I'm putting it out to you now. <laughs> so okay. Put it well, up. <laughs> I, I don't ever go to the Facebook pages. Angela put me in the group so I can go to it. I have such a reluctance with Facebook. I it, it, I know partly it, it's, it's just the technology of it. Uh, but a text message works or a phone call or an email. Um, and All right, so, I, so you're open to it, right? Is that what you're saying? You're open to me. Yes. Swapping. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think Jennifer sent us an email with with all the contact information for all the people that that were in our group in October. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I know Carla would would switch with you. I'm sure David would. Um, Amy, Nikki. I mean, we all worked with each other, so it it worked out that we had that many days that we could work with each person. And so it, it was perfect. All right, thanks. I'll start there with pl- I think there are plenty of other people that are still in the in the program. I don't know, maybe some people have, have dropped out or, or whatever, but but um I, I think there's there's still a whole whole bunch of people and you could probably get a list. I'm not sure who it is who's in charge of that list, if it's Laurie or Linda or Angela, but one of the three of them is going to have a list. 
Yeah, I think Lori's in I, I think of the counseling program, yeah. Right. I, I was giving her a chance to move before I asked her more questions. <laughs> oh, I know. She she just moved on Saturday. That's right, yeah. And, and uh, you know, all kinds of things. So so now she's she's in her new spot. Yeah, because moving is just the hardest thing. Oh, my goodness. I think what I'll do, uh, what's holding me back is my bio. So um, I'm just going to, like, put it, you know, put that on the altar. I actually had an impromptu um, counseling call with someone in my Finding Freedom Circle, just, you know, a check-in call, and she was almost in tears, overwhelmed in her life, and didn't know how to put something on the altar. She really didn't know what that meant. And I immediately got to, you know, let's close our eyes and put our hands on our heart and, you know, go from there. And then I told her what my experience of it was. And if that felt right to her, we could do it together. And um, which was, of course, what I needed to hear. <laughs> uh, that was yesterday. So I thought that was a good indicator. But what, as I'm really getting it now, is just do the bio, put it, keep, keep working it. And uh, I have not put that on the altar. So that is what I will do. So, so what I did when I wrote my bio, because I didn't know how to write a bio for crying out loud. And, and so I went to the website and I read everybody's bio. And, and, and I, I took some notes so that I know, uh, so that I knew who who said what uh, generically, you know. And then I just sat down and I, you know, I, I asked Spirit, okay, Spirit, I got to put something on this paper. So so guide me to to write down the right things that are perfect for my bio. And and I feel like I got that, and and it just kind of flowed out. It was almost like automatic writing. And it's like, whoa, this is kind of good. And uh, and then the part came ab about adding in about my recovery, and mm -hmm. it was totally a prompting from spirit, and I wrote that in there, and 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 then I don't know a few generic things at the bottom, you know, like dates and times and stuff like that, and I thought, okay, well that'll work, and and then I just sent it in, and I didn't know how to do my picture or any of that, and and so I um I think I got my son to take a picture of me. Uh, by the hydrangea bush out, out in his front yard at the house that they owned at that time. And he took a bunch of them. And I think I, I sent them all because I didn't know how to send one. And whoever it was, I think it was Angela, and I picked out the picture. And boom, that was it. You know, it's just like, well, okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm adding in the part about Recovering from sexual abuse. I, I went back and I added that in after our retreat in North Carolina. Um, so, so that that's an updated part of my bio. And I feel good about that. I don't care if the whole world knows that I'm recovering, uh, from alcoholism. And if the whole world knows that I was sexually abused, let the world know. And, and, and maybe then that gives people the courage to call me up or email me and say, you know, I've never told anybody, but dot, dot, dot. And, and so, yeah. That's beautiful, Elizabeth. And Susie, I think 
think it's wonderful that you're getting a nudge to finish the bio. And I would like to share with you that I didn't even start writing my bio until I was about three quarters done with my session. <laughs> so um, it's it's wonderful that you are feeling the momentum to complete the bio. Um, and uh, if if that seems to be um, something that you're finding resistant against for whatever reason, um, let me be the example to let you know that you don't have to have your bio up in order to start um, swapping sessions with fellow counselors to, you know, write a little note in your Facebook group in your Masterful Living class and say, I'm doing this program now if anybody would like to work with me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Rieko. I yeah. Jennifer did, um, she said we can, can't do more than 50 with other spiritual counselors. Okay, so that's a new role, yeah. So, like, okay, <laughs> that gives me 60 I need to do. Yeah. I already, but, done, I already done five. Yeah, but you could, uh, you could start with the 50, right? Like, that's almost half, yeah. There you go. Okay, thanks. I'll just not let, yeah, I'm glad I put it all out there and I'm not, like, walking away and not saying anything so and there'll be more people as a result of the healing sexual abuse retreats that we're going to do all over the place there's going to be so many so so don't worry about those numbers uh it, it and all of a sudden there is a client uh that just pops into your email and it's like oh wow who's that well, I, I I think that Jennifer's right. Whoever God sends to me, that's who I'll I'll sit down with, and because I'm not trying to do this to make money, you know, a lot of money. I I think that's I'm doing this to be in service, and so I think I just need to get it straight to put it in perspective, and um, and that I'm not in charge. That I don't want to be in charge of it, and I think that's. I started to freak out a bit because I, I don't have a job right now. And, you know, how do I fit everything in? And I see a lot of money going out. And and I don't want this to be related to the money and, you know, how that all works. So yeah. um, I want to be of service. And with that in mind, I believe that it can be completely in spirit's hands. So. The two of you, and Arba, while she was here, but you definitely helped me clarify that, so thanks a lot. And I did the white tantra yoga, and not with Rieko, but she was there. She was doing it with Jennifer, and I was sitting next to Jennifer a week ago, a week and a few days ago, and I had a partner that Jennifer found for me. And I did that. I got up at 4 in the morning took my trains to get there, was freaking out before the whole thing because Jennifer, remember how she said she had to go like this for, she goes, please, God, not 62 minutes. And it turned out for her that time it was 30 minutes. Well, for us, it was 62 minutes. Oh, no. That was one of them. And we got to lean into the person looking in their eyes and chant. And I, I, I of course, I'm like, what am I doing this for before I even got there, before I even got up to go on the train? And then what I got was to prove to myself that I can. I'm doing it because I can do it. 
And if I can do this, I pretty much, God's got me. You know, the angels had to have carried me that day. I didn't even, like, put my arm down in that one of them. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was huge to do that and just even getting there and getting back home, <laughs> uh, was a triumph. Uh, I didn't feel the call to become a Kundalini yoga teacher. <laughs> I thought like maybe something will bite me while I'm there and I just felt it was an accomplishment to to allow myself to be held by the angels and by God because that's the only way I could have done it. Is that how you felt, Rika, or were you in a different place with it? Um, yeah, that was such a trippy experience for me, um, for lack of a better word, uh, transported, maybe, um, and yeah, I <laughs> just that was quite an experience, and I really felt myself being lifted up by not just angels and you know the the higher powers that were there, but also with, by everyone else, and Jennifer too, who was my partner. So I think this is a really for me, it's a constant reminder that anything that I'm ever doing, I'm never doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. And anything that I feel the inspiration or impulse to take action is coming not just from Rieko, the small self that's wanting to do something, but it's actually something moving through us, right? So I think whether it's going to white tantric or doing spiritual counseling program, it's all part of that big cosmic dance that's yearning to be expressed. So um, as long as we can you know, uh, let go of the attachment to the outcome or what it means um, or that if I do this once, I have to do it for the rest of my life or, you know, if we could let go of all of that, then it all becomes this every time you just show up and be present and just see how it unfolds. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it's um, one of the things that Jennifer teaches all the time is trust and faith. Mm-hmm. Being a spiritual counselor or going to a yoga training or whatever, it's stepping out in trust and faith, knowing that that it's just um, it's just a step that you're taking, and that we are totally supported in everything we do every day, whether we're counseling. Or we're doing yoga at um, yoga training, or whatever it is. There's a there. It's stepping stones along the path Mm -hmm. to becoming who you are. You are growing and developing and blossoming like beautiful flowers. We all are. It's perfect. It's perfect. And to, and to trust that all is well in every moment. As it says in, in lesson uh, 135, everything is gently planned for my highest good. I know that. I mean, I know it inside, outside, upside down, as Dr. Zeus would say. I know it all the way into the heart of my being. 
it's so powerful. So, so even if there is like, you know, something going on that I'm uneasy about, it's just like, it's okay. It's gently planned. It's going to sift out. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be good. We're becoming. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you, ladies. I'm glad I came on to find your beautiful faces here supporting me, listening to what I had to, what I was finding heavy on my heart. So thanks. Well, yeah. it's nice to know that we always have each other. And, and, and we don't have to wait for community calls. We have each other's phone numbers. We have each other's emails. We can call, text, email, and and be there for each other all the time. All the time. That's a win-win. Oh, my goodness. I remember in, in 2016, and I didn't have anybody's phone number. I didn't have anybody's email. And, and my first prayer partner didn't want to do it. It's like, what? <laughs> I didn't say that to her. but and, and then later on that year, she became one of my counseling clients. So it came around full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And so. That's really great, Elizabeth. Thank you also, Rico, for the idea of just putting it on our Masterful Living page. And I could just get going. I thought there was a rule about not being able to cancel. Um, I thought there was a bunch of rules, and that kind of stopped me. Like, I'm, I'm in year one, so I'm not supposed to cancel I should probably just talk to I've been I've been giving Lori like some space. Um but I could I could actually ask on our page. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm sure other people have the same question that you do. All right. Yeah. And I could go back and look at my old emails too that I received. I think it was in there that we're we're not we can't counsel year 1 until we're in year 2. Well, if so, that's a new that's a new one. Uh, because when I was in Messful uh, Living Year One, and that's when I took my my training in May of that year, and and I talked to several people, but I didn't reach out to them; they reached out to me, and so it was like, well, okay, whoever got it in. All right, I'll go back and and just get myself refreshed, okay. and but th- thanks again very much. Yeah. So when these calls happen, they're just whoever shows up, just whoever shows up. Okay. And and, and sometimes there's there's quite a large group, and and other times I, I've been on here before, and it was just two of us, and we just talked the whole time. <laughs> um, and, and and so I I think it's divinely orchestrated, as is every other thing in our lives. So nothing's random. Nothing is by accident or coincidence. Those things don't even exist, and so uh, it's it's perfect. Okay, great. Unfold. Thank you. So, Elizabeth, I'm gonna I'll talk to you offline about our other things. Okay. And, um, good seeing you, Rieko. Thank you for your input and and what you shared. It was very helpful, both of you. So glad to hear. Thank you, Susie. So do we pray out, or how do we end our call? Yeah. Um, any anything else anyone would like to share, or 
I think I'm all good. Okay. <laughs> Susie, you're good? I'm good, thanks. Okay. Um, I volunteer to pray us out if, if uh, that's all right. I would love to experience that. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Okay. So let's take this sweet breath of love and gratitude. Mm, so grateful for this sacred circle of willing, courageous, beautiful souls. So grateful to welcome new members of our spiritual counseling community. We're so grateful for everyone's willingness to be of service to the light, their willingness to love themselves deeper, to see the world through the eyes of Christ, of love and compassion and non-judgment. We're so grateful to invite spirit and let spirit be in charge of all of the sessions that we will be doing, all of the holy encounters, every interaction with a brother or sister. We are grateful that all of it is divinely orchestrated and that we are loved and supported every step of the way. We call forth a miraculous healing for ourselves and for all of our clients, all those who will cross our path. We're grateful to know that we don't have to know how. How is none of our business, as Jennifer says. And that everything, everything is taken care of. And we are happy to gently, courageously release control and let the divine flow of love take care of all of it. And with much gratitude, we share all the benefits, all the healing, all the miracles with everyone because we're one with them. And in grace and gratitude, we bless ourselves, we bless all those who will listen later, and we fully accept the healing. And so it is. Amen. Wow, fantastic, Rieko. That was beautiful. Oh, good golly. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. That just flows out of you. Just <laughs> I love oh, it. Thank that you. Was a powerful prayer. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's spirit. Let me tell you. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so, so glad we got to talk today, both of you. I I did want to remind you, Rieko. Remember when we went to the baby shower? Okay, so. So Justine was a year old on Saturday. Oh, yeah. sweet Joey. Oh, I got to text Angela. Mm, thank you yeah. for letting me know. Oh, she'll, she'll, I'm sure she'll, she'll text you a, a picture or a little video or something. Justine is very alert, very smart, uh, very advanced, really, for a, a, a one-year-old. And uh, she's absolutely amazing. I love it when I get a picture. Of a oh, whatever. yeah. It's yeah. Oh, how wonderful. The pictures on her Facebook page. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. Check that out. Oh, much love. Both of you. See you soon. See you soon. I, I love you, Riego. Love you, Elizabeth.